welcome to My Leeds Story, a podcast series from the University of Leeds alumni and development team, which shines a spotlight on members of our global Leeds community. We're extremely proud of the achievements of all of our graduating students here at Leeds, but especially our class of 2020, who earned their degrees in the face of extraordinary change. We know that our graduates are keen to make a real difference in the world and in each episode of this My Leeds Story Class of 2020 podcast series we'll be shining a spotlight on a Leeds alum who graduated in 2020. In this episode, Mark is in conversation with Jonas Katardi. We find out about Jonas's reasons for studying sociology, how his year in industry equipped him for the workplace, and examine his dissertation, which explored the experiences of young black men in 21st century Britain. Jonas, it's great to have you with us uh, for this episode of My Lead Story. Uh, why don't you just introduce yourself briefly to us all? Hi, my name is Jonas Katardi and I'm a sociology graduate of the class of 2020. I just wonder if you could start by telling us sort of your journey to Leeds a little bit and what made you choose the university and I suppose the course really? I guess, yeah, so um, obviously do GCSEs uh, uh, at the end of year 11, at 16 and to be honest with you, I didn't, my main focus was just kind of getting good enough GCSEs to get back into sixth form. Uh, so that was kind of my main focus and started sixth form and then obviously, you know, your attention quickly turns to the fact that, you know, you need to need to be uh, thinking about university and thinking about what degree you want, you would like to do. Uh, and so, yeah, around that, I wasn't I wasn't too sure. I knew I, had, I was quite interested in doing something people related uh, in terms of studying, that is. Uh, um, but yeah, I wasn't too sure what that would look like because uh, I did psychology as an A-level, really enjoyed that. Uh, but um, in terms of lots of the degree courses I saw, it seemed very uh, very sort of science based and that was not my strong suit as a as a double science GCSE student. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't quite think I uh, had the ability to be uh, touching on the, uh, sort of the more scientific side of psychology anyway. Uh, and that's kind of when I started looking at doing sociology as an option. Um, you know, it, it it appealed to me because obviously it was a, a, a sort of studying around sort of society and the and sort of the I guess the nuances that go with that, and obviously being able to look into your own personal identity, but um, also the identity of various other groups um, across society. And so yeah, so I started um, looking at obviously different universities and comparing course to course. And uh, I think what attracted me to Leeds was the fact that there seems to be quite a real sort of uh, uh, breadth of kind of um, touch points, I guess, in terms of the fact that I knew throughout my degree I could look at stuff around sort of uh, ethnic representation um, in the media uh, as part of my degree, but also looking to things around um, uh, sort of the the use of power within sort of different political regimes and how that uh, influences different groups, uh, and so yeah, and then also having the opportunity uh, to do either a year placement or a year abroad as well. Uh, so sort of knowing that I'd have those kind of options as well. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what sort of sold it. Uh, sort of the course to me anyway at Leeds, and then yeah, I came to city uh, on my. Um, I think it's like the offer day, 
um, that you do. It's in like March time. Uh, and yeah, uh, came up with my mate on the train. Uh, it's the first time I've ever been to Leeds and uh, I remember being like, it's freezing. Like we both looked at each other and like, it's freezing. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, we got we got to university, university and it was yeah great, obviously really good facilities. Uh, you know, the ambassadors and everybody connects to university seemed really welcoming and uh, forthcoming. Um, and yeah, I just I kind of felt right after that day and it, obviously find out more about the course. Yeah, just reinforced that uh, Leeds was the university I wanted to go to and sociology was the course I wanted to do. So yeah, that's kind of how I got to, got to Leeds. No, that's great to hear. And uh, like you said, uh, not just the cold, but I'm, I'm sure there was uh, uh, some, you know, some differences <laughs> is coming, in coming from the South to study up here in Yorkshire. Um, just tell us about how you settled into life into Leeds, both in the university and I suppose you know, in, the, in, the, in the region as well, Jonas. Sure. Um, so to be fair, I was quite lucky that I had uh, quite a lot of people from school uh, come up to Leeds with me uh, and also just people in the local area through like uh, I played rugby and stuff when I was younger. So I knew quite a lot of people who were coming to Leeds. Uh, so I think that made settling quite easy, just knowing that I had sort of various different groups of people that I could be like, oh, are you like, how are you getting on? What accommodation you're, what accommodation you're in and stuff like that. Um, and obviously, you know, you make uh, mates with your flat and then become friends with their flatmates and stuff. So I sort of built a network quite quickly, uh, which is uh, obviously really nice. And then in terms of my course, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I did. I did quite. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I did quite a lot of like reading in terms of, uh, you know, they sort of say uh, once you get your offer, like a couple of books or whatever. Uh, that you could kind of look at in the articles and stuff. Uh, so that kind of uh, prepared me quite well, I guess, in terms of just feeling comf- confident enough to sort of talk in seminars and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, um, sorry, it was like ages ago, I remember what it was like settling into the course. Um, yeah, I, I just, yeah, I just remember feeling pretty confident as i said in terms of having a grasp as to what sociology is uh kind of current themes um so i remember sort of brexit was massive um was quite a big sort of talking point and stuff like that um but yeah i yeah i just remember yeah just feeling quite confident in myself and yeah made course mates quite quickly and stuff and then yeah just took off from there really Great. We'll come on into a, a minute um, to talking about um, your dissertation. I know that was something that I'd like to reflect on. But just before that, you mentioned uh, before that your course was one that offered a, a year in industry and you did actually take up that opportunity. Um, so I just wonder, yeah, just briefly tell us um, what you did during that um, year in industry and how you think it uh, hopefully uh, benefited you taking that option to, to do the year in industry as well yeah sure so um yeah so i did a year in industry uh for the fdm group so that's a uh, graduate consultancy uh whose kind of usp is uh attracting sort of diverse uh graduates um to become consultants uh, in uh the it slash finance space uh or business space um and but I actually worked in the diversity and inclusion teams. So that was kind of the link to sociology, uh, and so with that, that was kind of working on how 
as a consultancy, they could make sure they attracted uh, graduates from, I guess, uh, sort of non ross Group universities and graduates who uh, might have gotten sort of a, a 2 2 instead of a 2 1, and yeah. therefore would not be able to take the more conventional route to uh, blue chip uh, firms. Um, and then obviously on the other end, it was talking uh, and trying, uh, yeah, talking with uh, clients and uh, managing relationships in terms of why it's important for them to have uh, a diverse workforce and the benefits that can bring. Uh, so again, it was yeah quite a lot of expansion in terms of uh, the things I studied uh, so far in my degree at that point uh, and kind of seeing how they could link into the professional world, which was, um, yeah, it was really interesting. Um, and yeah, it was kind of my first time ever sort of being in like a corporate space. So uh, yeah, it was uh, a year of quite a lot of learning and obviously sort of different challenges in terms of uh, sort of managing uh, sort of uh, professional uh, working life and things like that. Uh, but yeah, it was, a, it was a great year and yeah, a lot taken from it. And I guess we've forgotten what it is to to work in a corporate yeah. environment over the last last year as well. But no, that that's interesting. Thanks, Jonas. And um, coming on then, I was struck by what you'd said um, about the reasons that you chose sociology um, and the sort of depth of thought that went into that. And 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 when we spoke to you for for a written feature last year, we we touched on your dissertation, which I've got the title here is The Experience of Young Black Men in 21st Century Britain, Navigating Masculinity, Mental Health and Racial, Stere- Racial Stereotype. Um, and given that that was written last year, clearly uh, those issues were really prevalent in society. And I just wonder if you could tell us a little bit more about um, that that topic and if it's okay and you, you're happy to share just why that felt important for you to to spend time uh, doing your dissertation on that particular subject as well yeah as I said in the written feature um, throughout my time studying at, at Leeds uh, I guess I kind of it got me thinking quite a lot about my own uh, sort of personal identity and my own journey through life and uh, I think that was kind of um amplified further when I uh, worked in a diversity inclusion team, just in terms of, I guess, the inequalities facing uh, minority groups. And obviously identifying as a black man myself, I, yeah, I I guess I was sort of driven to kind of, kind of finding out a little bit more as to why those barriers uh, are there and why seemingly there's still so much work to do in terms of um sort of improving representation of uh minority groups across various sectors and fields and uh making sure that you know this true we do truly live in an equal society um so yeah i guess that kind of motivated uh me to obviously do the um dissertation titles that i chose um and yeah and yeah it was a it was a really um yeah a really sort of uh i guess therapeutic experience in the sense of finding out more about yeah my identity and i guess changes i face in life and you know things which i never really kind of thought about and just kind of took them as face value um so yeah it definitely sort of uh yeah drove sort of a, a new level of thinking from my uh point of view uh but also it offered a way for me to kind of connect 
with my friends and just like sort of my own community a little bit more, I guess. Um, so yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was kind of like a roller coaster <laughs> of a of a final year in terms of um, writing my dissertation and then obviously in the sort of the uh, social political backdrop that was twenty twenty. Uh, it all became sort of quite timely in a in a very weird way. Um, uh, but yeah, very happy that I kind of sort of went down that route in terms of my dissertation uh, because yeah, I, I, I feel feel obviously it's a, a topic that I feel very strongly about and yeah, hopefully you know um, it could have uh, sort of shared light to sort of some of the issues that are facing a lot of people uh, in society today. No, I, I absolutely agree, and I get. I guess um, <laughs> what you perhaps weren't prepared for either was um, entering your final year and, and and us going into lockdown as the result of a global pandemic. And I'm guessing there weren't too many sociology textbooks that uh, had uh, how society reacts to to going into global yeah. <laughs> lockdown as well. Um, now I, I know for yourself you became a star baker during lockdown, but um, t- tell us. Uh, and I think it's lemon drizzle cake, yeah, wasn't yeah, it, which yeah. was the uh, the yeah, preferred yeah, recipe. But in all in all seriousness tell us you know how did you sort of cope um you know emotionally and sort of practically with shifting teaching and and being in that final year doing this dissertation that I'm I'm sure was you know quite a a, a sort of daunting prospect to, to get all that completed um yeah I think obviously at first it was new to everybody and you know I remember thinking oh this only lasts like a couple of weeks or whatever um but then yeah obviously as sort of the news stories broke of kind of how serious this uh, sort of uh, COVID was and obviously still is. Um, There was that realisation that actually, you know, I'm probably am going to be in lockdown for the rest of my degree. So I think for me, what was important was to try and get some kind of routine um, into my schedule. And I think luckily because I had worked the previous year, uh, I kind of knew a sort of working pattern that would work for me, I guess. Uh, so yeah, I kind of had a, a, a kind of nine to six uh, kind of schedule, effectively, um, where I'd yeah do some work at uh, university, work in the morning, then go for a walk, uh, and do some more in the afternoon, then have a break, work out, um, and then sort of go again sort of in the in the early evening. Uh, so yeah, that definitely helped. Uh, but I think as well, trying to sort of schedule in calls with uh friends um you know uh was a was a big part of that trying to have some kind of uh normality in terms of having that kind of connection going still and um yeah having that downtime away from um obviously my university work because uh like we sort of mentioned beforehand um my dissertation topic was one that which was very close to close to home so um you know, I think it was very important for me to have that kind of detachment and be able to sort of laugh and joke around and take my mind off uh, mind off something which was uh, quite sort of emotionally investing. Um, so yeah, and then as as we were joking about sort of the bacon and just trying trying to do some new things and sort of challenging myself. You know, I, I jumped on that hype of trying to go for runs, um, you know, and after you do sort of run your fastest 5K, you're like, wow, I can't believe I did that. And you have, and you think, okay, I'm going to rest now for a week. And then you kind of <laughs> inevitably don't then <laughs> go back for another one. Um, 
so yeah, that's kind of how I how I navigated lockdown. Uh, it was just yeah, routine and trying to have sort of regular contact to those close to me. Um, and then yeah, also sort of have to shout out my um, dissertation supervisor Richard, who was really good in terms of making sure we had. Uh, regular supervisions uh, and checked in and also in those uh, sort of meetings sort of spoke about just how life was under lockdown um, away from um, my dissertation uh, which was which was good as well. No that's good to hear Um, and obviously we've mentioned this to other 2020 graduates that we've spoken to uh, we weren't obviously able to to welcome you back onto campus in the summer as we would have done ordinarily to to welcome you with with friends and family to celebrate your, your achievement so uh, we recognize that um, you know that's not as we would have had it but obviously circumstances didn't allow us to do that but just tell us a little bit about your story sort of after graduation, so uh, uh, I know that you began a graduate internship at a charity frontline. Do you want to just tell us about yeah journey from from graduation as well? Yeah, sure. So um, yeah, fortunately enough, I managed uh, to secure a place on Frontline's graduate internship uh, just before we actually went into lockdown uh, because I came home to do my uh, final interview for frontline and then end up staying at home for the next <laughs> next like four months uh but yeah so i started that internship in september um so it was really nice to i guess have that sort of summer off when uh lockdown began to ease just to kind of yeah chill out uh before sort of entering uh work um as it as it were despite working from my bedroom <laughs> um, uh but yeah so yeah the inter- internship with frontline was great um it was yeah an opportunity to experience uh, the charity sector, uh, which I'd never done before, uh, and obviously work uh, in sort of social work, which again, as uh, somebody who's grown up in care, uh, was quite important for me to try and see what that would be like and uh, sort of contribute to a system which I felt sort of very passionately about. Um, but yeah, I had I worked with a great team at Frontline uh, who were really supportive and. We were very much uh, encouraged as interns to sort of try sort of different uh, areas of the of the charity. It was quite a big charity, mm-hmm. so sort of working in uh, the external relations team, um, uh, work, working um, on sort of how to improve sort of inclusion uh, within the program as well. So yeah, so it was really good um, in terms of I guess professional development. Um, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, finished off at Frontline a couple of weeks ago now. Uh, so yeah, back on a little sabbatical before um, uh, starting my next role at the DCMS. So yeah. Thanks, Jonas. Um, reflecting on your time with Frontline and your own experiences growing up in care, was there anything that surprised you when you were doing the internship? Um, so yeah, I think sort of growing up in care, you don't yeah you don't see the other side in terms of. Um, you know what social workers have to do all the I guess um, like safeguarding that goes around it uh, and the training that everybody involved has to go through so I think from that perspective it's very interesting uh, to obviously see um, what that looked like uh, I think uh, it's you know social work is, uh, is a sector which uh, I think is still trying to work out probably the best way to meet the needs of 
um, of those in vulnerable uh, situations, um, you know, um, and obviously with the pandemic has been illuminated that, you know, unfortunately sort of cases of domestic violence and stuff has, have, have, got, have gone up. So I think the need for sort of great social work is very much there, um, sort of more than ever before, really. Uh, but I think sort of one of the challenges facing the sector is obviously getting a diverse workforce uh, because I think um, it's very uh, white and female dominated. Um, you know, uh, I guess due to uh, perceived connotations uh, or associations of social work being sort of a caring profession and perhaps that not being as attractive to, to men, um, so yeah, I think one of the challenges facing it as a as a sector trying to sort of diversify the workforce and make sure the workforce is reflective of the community it serves. Um, and and you know, I I definitely don't <laughs> don't know the answer to being able to do that and making sure that they are able to um, yeah create a workforce which is more more diverse. Um, however, I think that there's that acknowledgement that, you know, this is something that needs to be addressed. And I think fortunately enough, there's definitely people um, in frontline and outside of frontline who are, you know, really passionate about sort of, um, yeah, improving that. You mentioned, Jonas, that you're about to embark on a new role. Uh, you said you're in the middle of a sabbatical uh, before before you start the role. Do you just want to tell us a little bit about what you'll be doing next and, and what's the future looking like for you? Sure. So, um, yeah, I, I will be starting uh, a role within the DCMS, the Department for Digital Culture, Media and Sport. So I'll be working within the public appointments team. Uh, and so public appointments are the hiring to boards of public bodies. Uh, so I'll be overseeing that kind of process uh, and obviously engaging with ministers and the cabinet office and number 10 in terms of uh, trying to identify sort of the right candidates uh, for those for those positions. Um, obviously, um, I guess my sort of previous experience of working in the field of diversity and inclusion um, means that I think quite a lot of the work uh, I'll personally be doing will be looking uh, into how we can improve uh, the representation on those boards um, because, yeah, I think there's definitely an issue um, at the moment in terms of those boards predominantly being made up of uh, white men over the age of 50. um, And as we've been saying, you know, they... Uh, of, although they're obviously members of our, of our society, they're not the only members. And so um, I think there's, yeah, there's a, a great acknowledgement by the government uh, and across uh, all sort of the ministerial departments that there needs to be greater diversity uh, across all levels in every field and, uh, and sector. Um, so, yeah, so, so that's what I, I'll be working on. Um, look, very much looking forward to the opportunity. And, um, yeah, I can't really wait to sort of be st- uh, get stuck in because although this time off has uh, been nice and it's been good to be able to have a couple of lines and stuff, uh, obviously 
due to the fact that we're still very much in a in a lockdown. I haven't actually been able to utilize that free time. So yeah, um, yeah, looking forward to it. No, that's great. And um I'm really pleased for you about this new role. Hopefully it sounds like from all that we've talked about that you're well equipped to to try and uh, wrestle with some of those challenges that you've outlined and uh, we'll certainly be uh, be watching with interest at your, your progress as um as your career develops over the coming years. So Jonas, I just want to say thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. It's been really fascinating to chat with you once again and to find out a little bit more about your story. So thank you. Cheers. Thank you, Mark. Um, yeah, I really appreciate the opportunity. You've been listening to My Leeds Story, a podcast series brought to you by the alumni team at the University of Leeds. For more stories about our global Leeds community, why not visit our website alumni.leeds.ac.uk or join us on our social media at, at Leeds Alumni. And if you have a Leeds story that you'd like to share, email us at alumni at leeds.ac.uk. Thank you.